We are all constantly reading new books, articles, participating in meetups, webinars, workshops, and training. But sometimes it feels like we can't practice all that knowledge. This is where What Have You Learned This Week comes in. We help you process knowledge, connect dots, celebrate aha moments by sharing our research on topics around people and culture, frameworks, and tools. I'm Michelle Salaya. I'm Karina Baldwin. Welcome to What Have You Learned This Week. Today, we want to talk about agility and change management. So we want to take you in this quick journey with us. We want to talk about agility attributes, what and why change management, the project manager as a change manager leader, and the value of sponsorship and how to build a winning network coalition. So what is agility? A lot of people are thinking that just by using agile framework or just running Scrum, you have mean agility within your organization. But agility is way more than that. Agility is the capability to quickly adapt to external and internal change to deliver relevant results in a productive manner. The agile, it's a mindset. It is based on key values, principles designed to enable Teamwork, I think the key word here for agile is teamwork, but agility, it's beyond that. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that some of the agile attributes that we really need to talk about is the flexibility. There's certain things that we just can't do without being flexible and agility, the the definition of it, you know, exposes us to that, but we don't practice it all the time. So we need to make sure that the agility attributes are being brought to this practice. We're being flexible. We're being adaptable. We have open communication, which comes from that network, right? We're becoming rapid with decision-making and empowering employees. And again, this is the, the integration of everybody involved. We're looking at experimental learning and we're being customer centric. And that is, I think, the the attributes that really bring that productivity into play. Yeah, so just to emphasize, agility is not limited to the use of agile methods. You can use agile methods and not be agile. Organizations that are considered agile and responsive, there was a survey recently done by the PMI, have a 68% success rate in their projects compared to 41% rate of other organizations that were using similar agile methods, but they weren't Mm -hmm. responsive. Agility is about being able to question those routines, being able to identify opportunities and having the right skills, tools, and resources to act. Absolutely. This is why we need to think about embracing and leading change with instrument of agility. I think that those are the things that we really want to focus on. And we want to ensure that you as project leaders have that already in your pocket, right? Because these are some of the practices that you already have. It's just a matter of how do you complement them and how you bring them out in order to gain that success. Yeah, so in a previous podcast, we talk about a book review of change management, the people side of change. And Mm -hmm. Michelle gave us some key concepts of what it is change management that enabling framework for managing people side of change, you can go back to that podcast, I suggest, and just revise your concepts. 
But then let us dive a little bit deeper into some concepts for the project manager. This conversation is for the project manager integrating their abilities to change management. So one of the things that we talked about um, in an earlier episode, like you said, we were talking about the framework. So now I want us to bring this conversation to the change strategy, and that is helping people embrace. So I've accumulated, like, what are the change strategies that I need in order for this to happen? The vision, when we're talking about the vision, we want to make sure that this is clear and concise in order to guide people through. You, if you don't have a vision, if you don't have a direction, you really won't be able to to never mind get there, but get people to lead people to that direction. We need to make sure that we have specific goals and we have metrics for this. And we want to make sure that we understand what is the impact on the people. If we don't understand what the impact is on them and how we need to get them to show up differently for them to be able to like reach this future state, we will not be able to, 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 to get them to embrace and to take the change management practice to adapt it to, to, to your project so that you can get to that goal. Yeah. One of the things that it brings me to mind is that sometimes we think because we are running an agile project, we have that backlog that is being prioritized by the product owner. And for that reason, our teams need to adapt and get going and produce value. However, there is a key concept there, which is actually, we should be communicating how that backlog is being prioritized. What is that vision and goal and how that prioritization is aligning with that? Because the teams, you can add more metrics, you can add one more presentation, you can mm -hmm. add one more meeting, but if it doesn't have meaning for them, that wouldn't make sense. You won't move the needle of the value, the true value, that innovation, that collaboration, that true ownership, mm -hmm. which it is a key attribute of agility. Absolutely. And I think that uh, you're absolutely right. The impact on people, the impact is understanding how we need them to show up differently. We need to be able to understand how do we lead those people to show up differently, right? Mm -hmm. Because they need to understand what is in it for them. And then that what, what's in it for them, it could be as, you know, they're learning new skills, they're gaining, they're going to be different contributors in the organization. They're going to show up tomorrow in a different way and add value in a different way. And this may not only make the organization stronger, but they need to understand that this is going to be a key attribute to them. Because once you get that knowledge, knowledge nobody can take away that knowledge. You're showing up to work in a different way. You're gaining those, those new skills and you're able to become that much more of a holistic, of, of, of value to your organization, to yourself. Yeah, so, my invitation to project managers, Michelle, would be for them to look beyond just the objective delivery. Like what really defines a project success? It is to deliver value, mm -hmm. but to share alignment and the team ownership. That is taking your project delivered to the next level and bringing true value to the organization. It's, I've heard before this term, it's like their nirvana of the product delivery yes. or the project delivery it's combining those three key elements and you can do that through leadership skills right amen so <laughs> yes 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 no you you're absolutely right I think that we're all looking for that nirvana we're all looking for that aha moment when the the unison 
of the entire organization is moving and you're actually seeing that incremental change that is happening. You're, you're seeing that adoption and you're actually, people will change at different stages. And then you're mm-hmm. seeing that some of them are actually moving a little bit forward. And some of those early adopters are actually having success. And you have to like use that in to fuel the rest of the project that still, or that initiative that is still moving forward moving from that adoption into the usability and moving into that realization of the change. Yeah. So then the success or failure of a project that involves some type of change or people, it's not just about following that initiation, planning, monitoring, executing, and evaluating the deliverables. It involves creating this clear vision and ways to measure the value, like you said before, and ensuring that the stakeholders are all engaged, including most important, which is very, being very undermined, the project sponsor. I was going to say it. I was going <laughs> to say it. Please tell me you're going to say sponsor because absolutely, I don't think that we have given them that you know what, you're not just responsible for getting this started. You're not just responsible for getting us resources, but you're responsible for ensuring that you're there visibly, that you're loud, that you are active in all stages of the game because they have it, like they want to see that end result and they just can't show up in the beginning and they can't show up in the end. Mm-hmm. They have to be able to have those hard conversations. They have to be able to to say, hey, we need to go ahead and reconnect on this. We, you know, we're we're doing a next stage of the game and we're and and we're or maybe we're changing the plan. And they mm-hmm. need to be heavily involved in that because that change of plan also needs to go back to the strategy, right? So there that, that that's why I believe that that sponsor is so key because we just we fail, but we I think as leaders also as change management leaders, we also need to do our homework and do mm-hmm. our coaching. Because it's not just, you know, a lot of leaders and a lot of sponsors, if they have the old definition or if they have a traditional definition of what a sponsor is, they may not necessarily know that you're holding them accountable to these other different tasks. And oh, so- I couldn't agree more. Yes, I think people forget about this. But let me just go back to the definition, the core definition of a project manager, actually, is the person assigned by the performing organization to lead the team for achieving the project objectives and the stakeholder expectations. I think the word that is key here, and this definition is by the PMBOK, not the latest edition, I think it's the sixth edition, lead. And you lead up and down and sideways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you need to put that leadership hat and lead coach your sponsor because as you were saying, most yes. of the sponsors, they don't understand their role. And I think a lot of them are very open to it. And I think that they welcome mm-hmm. because I, so, so we shouldn't be charging. I think that this is also another skill of, of managing up, right? Mm-hmm. This is like, and this is again, elevating. Cause I think that project managers are brilliant at having those conversations, but this, now you're having a little bit more purpose. You're developing them. You're ensuring the success of your project because you're getting them to step up, but you're also developing as a sponsor of something. And you know what? That's the sponsor that I want to go ahead and work with in the next project, because those, the, those are the individuals that are going to be ready, that are used to receiving that feedback that are, you know, we talk about within change management to create those feedback loops, those feedback loops have to go at all different angles and at all different stages. Right. And, and it is something that is very agile and it transforms and it moves throughout 
um, all the different resources and all the different parts of making a success and also through the, the different stages. Yeah. So I think for us is the project manager that masters that change management mm-hmm. that has the right combination, right? Of the technical skills that the yeah. project manager really needs. Those are very necessary to deliver the project on time, on budget, keep everybody updated documentation updated there is a lot of legal aspects of that project management as well that needs to be fulfilled talking communicating with the other teams and etc but if you bring it in that those leadership skills which for me change management and leadership skills are hand in hand mm-hmm. that person becomes an essential player to deliver agility because the coaching goes everywhere that person is looking how I'm going to translate that vision, how I'm going to ensure that I'm talking the language of my team, that I'm talking the language of my client, that I'm talking the language of my leadership team or my sponsor. And I think that, you know, bringing that, the, that next level is, again, not just talking. Let's correct. It's not just talking and telling and informing. We are getting people involved that engagement adoption and usage only comes through that collaborative approach through that transparent communication but it is the two-way communication and i think michelle one thing that you mentioned is through building that network mm-hmm. that coalition which in change management is called coalition right the network of people that will support your project deliverables as well so those would be subject matter experts, but also you should tap into the managers of your organization and other leaders as well to be part of that networking, to help translating some of those objectives in different language. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking like different, um, like Portuguese, English and, and Spanish, no, but like the understanding, right? From that concept, what is in for me, but it could be language because if you're working through mm-hmm. an organization that it goes global, we are we, we are in a digital transformation uh, era right now where mm-hmm. all our organizations are going across borders and they're going to. And what is in it for me, that message, it is it is unique to a specific person. There's different factors that are affecting them, whether they're being bombarded and they're already like at capacity with, with dealing with other things that are happening in their own personal life, whether it's another projects and initiatives and different things that are affecting them. So you know what? I think that language and translating and, and those coaches and those, and those part of your coalition, those, those individuals that are helping you implement speak that language. And so you definitely need to tap into that network because mm-hmm. those are like, we don't have that understanding always on point. And that's why I think those, those managers also are key, right? Because they mm-hmm. understand, they have the better connection. They have those one-on-ones, they have those direct reports, that indirect information that is so valuable and key in understanding how this impacts everybody. Mm-hmm. So I think that that coalition is, they are a must and they are also there to, to let you know if you can improve on the plan, can you get somebody else involved? Now, does this factor now, uh, you know, impact somebody else outside of your organization? Let's also get them involved, right? So, th- so there's mm-hmm. these, these members are extremely valuable 
in those areas of your plan. Yeah. So here's our invitation to you as a project manager, embrace change management, disciplining to your next project. And then our invitation, it's very concise. Leverage at least three core elements of the change management disciplining to your next project. Mm -hmm. First, ensure a clear vision and ensure measurable success metrics. Ensure that vision is measured by key results, metrics, numbers. Leverage your network through building a support coalition. And I think one thing we miss mention. Let them know that they are part of your support coalition, that you're going to need to tap into them from time to time, and they have a responsibility. And bring your sponsor in. And then third, talking about sponsor, coach your project sponsor in become an active and engaging figure, understanding that their role is beyond authorizing and signing off. Right? So three key elements. That's our invitation to you. And remember that you have this in you. It's just a matter of becoming intentional about putting this into practice. This is already part of your toolbox. Now you have to leverage it in order to make that maximizing this within your projects. Thanks for listening. We hope you liked today's episode. If you want to know more about this topic, please visit our podcast notes on our website, whathaveyoulearnedthisweek.com or follow us on Instagram, whathaveyoulearnedthisweek. We'd love to hear directly from you. Send us a message and let us know what you think or what you learned this week. To get the next episode automatically, please subscribe to wherever you get your podcasts. And if you'd like to support our podcast, please give us a five-star review or share it with your like-minded friends. I'm Michelle Salaya. We hope you have an amazing learning week. I'm Karina Baldwin. See you next time.